Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another Geeky Topics Roundtable discussion here at Fanable.com Live Role Playing Podcast. Mm. I am your moderator, Dave. Cheer for yourselves, motherfuckers. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Words and... Oh, sorry, we're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ten seconds of silence. Not you, Cold of Tea and Dice. Yes. Don't you chair. Oh. Don't you don't, cheer. Don't you, don't you cheer. Did they ever get their gift? Yeah, we, they, they emailed me about it. messaged me about that they got the gift. But they, oh, you yeah. didn't tell us. So. Oh, I, did, I thought I did. We haven't seen you in a while, so. <laughs> I got a tweet a while ago that they'd received it, but they said that, that they weren't opening it yet. Yeah, they were going to record yes. something, but that I don't think I heard. Did they, I guess I must Mordergan. Mordergan. Considering what we put in there, maybe they did record <laughs> and they thought better of yes. <laughs> um, We put things in there. Things. So many things. But things. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, 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 yeah. One of them was technically yeah. butt things. Yes, mm-hmm. the Constitution. <laughs> technically butt things. Uh, there's a T-shirt. Fanable.com. <laughs> technically <laughs> butt things. The best kind of butt things. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So why we need fudge machine? All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, how are you guys doing? I, I'm uh, I'm I'm doing great myself. But how are y'all around the table feeling? I'm tonight? awesome. All right, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, we just wrapped. Because well, yeah, you've you've drank like fifteen Woo! times of chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still very alone. It's yeah. so, so long. <laughs> empty yeah, inside. So empty, empty, empty on the inside, but I'm drinking, so it's filling it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, Daniel, you're like the the kid in elementary school that would mix all the pixie sticks together. Oh. Dude, better yeah. living through chemistry. That's all I'm saying. Damn. Do we have any pixie sticks? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yes. Oh no. Should God. it should it fizzle like that? Yes. yes. Yes, it should. Oh my goodness. So I am Dave, your moderator, and I am joined with me, as always, is Billy, Angela, Daniel, and Jesus. Wait. Uh, we're here to talk about, uh, flights of fancy and things that we think are pressing issues in the Geekosphere tonight. And so, uh, now that the pleasantries are out of the way, let's get on with the, uh, the, the ruckus debate, uh, and the, uh, open threatening of one each other's, uh, lives. Fuck you. Yeah. Murder. Yeah. That's right. Get, get it going. Stabby stab. Yeah. Yeah. Turned up. Slurned up. Slurmed up. Slurm it up. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, let's start off with something, you know, nice and easy. Uh, it's about religion. <laughs> uh, and it, in role playing games, uh, many different things, uh, are incorporated into making a character or a setting unique. And one of those things that's so pivotal to both, uh, people, as a uh, as individuals, but also as a community or a culture, is religion uh, and uh, religion, and also the the culture itself. And so, my opening question is about religion in role playing games or culture in role playing games, and specifically um, when you're playing a character or involving a setting that has a religion or a culture involved. At what point? does it become disrespectful to utilize that religion or culture within that game setting? Now, specifically, I want to talk about mechanics because we are game players. We eventually, no matter how much we want to wax philosophic about narrative, we want to see them dice. Like we want to see. I need the to point. know how how much how many extra points I get for my worship. Exactly, <laughs> worship everything to like I'm a vampire. I don't want to see a cross. To like oh, but I'm like three levels devout, so mm-hmm. I you know can't be hypnotized. Random stuff like that for many different narrative settings. But uh, for that, both religion and culture, you can talk about either one and a cultural. Uh, a cultural aspect would be, for instance, like the mysteries of the East, of the Orient, and various pulp settings and things like that. Um, 
Where suddenly, like, you know, there have been some Marvel characters and such where they learn Kung Fu or some shit and then they, you know, they come back to, to, to Western culture and their big thing is the fact that they've been... Doctor uh, Strange. Yeah, that they've... Yeah. In, in, Iron uh, Fist. Yeah, that yeah. they've involved some other culture into theirs and somehow that weird chemical mix makes them... More. Uh, more, yes. yes. Exactly. But I learned meditation in the East. So now, yeah. Because I'm a white man, it's a bird. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, no, no, it's a little bit like yeah, that, yeah. though, where it's like, I mean, Doctor Strange, don't get me wrong. I like me yeah. some Doctor Strange, but uh, it is a little bit like, yeah, I went to the East and I studied really hard and now I'm the master. It's like, wow. Yeah. You were, what were you doing? I was a doctor well, before. There, there's no yeah. other people there that are not really that. much more connected people to People who culture? studied since they were like two years old. Yeah, not only no? that, I went there and I studied for like six months. Now, <laughs> now oh, I'm better than all of them. Yeah, yeah. you're an accelerated course. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, what yeah. was the homework like? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I think, uh, I like the character, but there is some aspects. Yeah. And I think that's kind of, well, I think that's kind of the thing that we're starting to understand in our society. And some people don't like the fact that we're starting to note this because <laughs> they think we're just thinking too hard, but. I always think that's always a weird statement for someone to say. It's like, you're looking too much into it. I'm like, that's kind of the point of anal- that when you analyze something. Yeah. It's we can actually look at some of these things and say, like, you know, a uh, white guy learning the ways faster and better than non-white, that can be problematic. Not just the fact that it's just it happens once. I'm sure there are plenty of stories that – uh, if there was just one story like that, they'd be like, okay, it's, it's a unique view, but it happens a lot and, and it does make a pattern. Mm-hmm. So, but I guess your, but your question was about mechanics and gaming. Gaming. Yeah. I mean, a good, I guess for Fandible, a good uh, venue for this would be, I think this is before David was, we used Fortune Fool. Uh, it's a game system where you play different cultures and uh, different races and also different religions. It's fantasy in the Renaissance. Yeah, you were. Oh, so you, fantasy races. Yeah, it was a fan, Yeah, I was a. But you were still in, in kind of like quote unquote our world. Yes, right. there are like actual Muslims, actual Christians, yes. actually. Yeah. Interesting. Right, and I was an orc Muslim, or mm-hmm. I, I was uh, I was uh, followed Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you were a gnome that was Jewish. I, I was. Pr- yeah, yeah, it just was pretty. Yeah. I should I should clarify though, like just because he was an orc doesn't make him necessarily a Muslim. Yeah, not, no, not no, all no religion gnomes was tied Jewish. to a race. No, no, yeah. no, yeah, 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 exactly. Not no, all gnomes totally are Jewish. Separate. This was just particularly a particularly egregious example. <laughs> Seriously, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Angela was as the bastard daughter of Henry the Eighth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were Catholic, I believe that one. Yeah. Probably. Oh no, you were. Wait, no, Protestant. no, I, no, Henry the Eighth. No, you're, no, you were Protestant. Yeah, but yeah, the game I think required you to. choose. You did have to pick. I think atheism. They brought that up as maybe something you could choose but i think it was kind of important because it's like listen no i don't think there was a i don't think there was an atheist option i think i think there was something where it's like you needed to choose a religion because it's it was an important aspect especially in in that oh yeah yeah. yeah. so i don't know if it gave you like it regardless if you chose i know okay here's here's what the big difference was i think for like your magic uh like your religion Kind of dependent yeah, on that. Yeah, in specific, I you my magic. Had to use dreidels and some stuff. Yeah, because no, it's specific. Like, yo, I mean, that's the thing. It tied into it. Tied into it. It was even some of the magic systems were sort of tied to to some of the sort of real world mystic mysticism because there is Jewish mysticism with uh, the Kabbalah yep. and uh, right, the, the, right. The, the whole legend of the Golem, uh, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so the game. Uh, uh, I was going to use the word appropriated. I'm not sure if that's really the right word considering the baggage it brings. Uh, but the game used that. The game, the game, uh, took that into account because again, it was, it was supposed to be like an alternate version of our world. Uh, so yeah, and that, except in that world, uh, you know, this stuff was real. So yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, we play some games, uh, around the table here. 
that involve uh, some aspect of religion. I mean, I, I myself play a super Catholic character in the Victorian steampunk setting of Unhallowed Metropolis. And when I made that You're character... A Catholic character, mm-hmm. kind of, for the Roddy Capes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I, I guess I kind of lean on religion. That's why it kind of came up to, came up to me, uh, is that, uh, I lean on religion a lot in order to, um, fill out a lot of holes in a character directly proportional to how intense the background setting is. So for instance, the, the background settings, the narrative settings that are most like our modern day with modern day, you know, uh, with, 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 uh, with all of the comforts that come with what we have, I generally don't play modern or religious people. So for instance, in the, uh, in the, uh, God machine game, I just played some jackass who's probably an atheist. New magic existed, still an atheist. Um, but then you look at things like basically you infuse zombies and war into something. And because with unhallowed metropolis, it's this, it's this, impossible for me to understand this impossible idea of Victoria, uh, Victorian era London just stopping where it is, but somehow we kind of continue, but we don't continue culturally and stuff like that. So I was like, I don't fucking know how that would work. How do you progress without one of the major two world wars that define so much of our planet? How do you progress without things like, without scientific discoveries? How do you progress without there being some sort of revolution in thought? And it's like, well, if I can go back to the basics, I'm going to play a devout Catholic because I know that I can understand Catholicism and that will help me kind of explore this world. But at the same time, like I took some merits and flaws and stuff that I thought reflected mechanically what would help me in the game. And I tied that to my, my, uh, my character's, uh, excuse me, Catholicism, just like in the Rod of Capes game. Again, zombies, but superheroes this time. But again, I'm like, I don't fucking, you put, you put superheroes into a normal setting. I'm still like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do we use three clamshells to take a shit now? Like, (laughs) what is different on a very basic setting? And then you infuse zombies and then the world is pretty much gone to hell. And so I'm like, I'm going back to weird religion. In this case, not necessarily Catholicism, but like just some weird zealotry, which was an option in game. It was not Mm -hmm. something I had to dig for. Um, but it was it was something that that I utilized to fill in the holes because I didn't understand how you would make a person otherwise. Um, so I, I don't know if that's uh, I would say, considering the, the 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 background settings of these games, I don't think that it is um, it is I don't consider it disrespectful. But I sure as hell don't consider I look. I'm leaning pretty heavily on my love of movies like the Boondock Saints when I play those characters. Right. I do. You know, like exploitation is, 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 uh, as a f- uh, cinematic setting is not necessarily always a bad thing. It's just playing up to the stereotypes of a certain people. I'm playing an Irish fucking stereotype in a game that I had mm-hmm. no, like, I didn't right. understand the setting. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to play this. But I would this. also say that, um, it's very different when you are playing up to stereotypes of a dominant culture. Um, it's like, yes, the Irish absolutely have been oppressed, uh, in, in multiple ways in multiple countries. Mm-hmm. Um, but Catholics, most places, not oppressed right now. Catholics yeah. are, they, they've got things pretty much figured out. Christians, <laughs> sorry, hard right people, you're not oppressed in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's totally one thing to draw on the very stereotyped iconography of those religions versus look at what happened this year with Monty Cook Games and the strange where they had an incursion based on vague pan Native American mm-hmm. uh, traditions where mm-hmm. they 
pretty egregiously, from my understanding, mixed and matched different parts of, of Native American mythology under the guise of, oh, well, it's fiction and this is where, like, the collective imagination of Native stereotypes ended up. It's like there's so few representations of Natives in gaming, at least in a respectful way, mm-hmm. that that's way different than, guess what, there's 15,000 different ways that Catholicism and, and Christianity in general have been uh, ha- have been relayed. Yeah, you know, I think I, I don't really play a lot of religions. I, I I don't know a lot of my characters are religious uh, because I am so not very well. But I guess I can go to playing different cultures, and I like playing different cultures because it gives me a chance to just explore, I guess. Um, but that also runs into some problems sometimes. I mean, I remember when I first played Fortune Fool, I played. I wanted to play an orc because if anybody knows me, if I have an option to play an orc with tusks. I will play a fucking orc with tusks. I don't know why. It's something I, I guess I needed. I, I, I wish I never had braces, <laughs> but, uh, I wanted to play an orc and I'm like, great. You have to play an orc. And I made, designed this character. It's like, great. Yeah. He has ability to, he also has some, uh, you know, explosives like that he could throw and cause like smoke bombs <laughs> <Yeah>. and stuff. <laughs> and thing. then I was like, oh yeah, I'll be a Muslim. And I was like, oh God, that's a little bit that could, that could be viewed poorly. And, but I think on the surface that could be, and I think this was important. You know, sometimes you you have to. If someone told you a uh, fortune fool and like, tell me about fortune fool, and you say, "I play a Muslim who throws explosives," I can see them saying that sounds awful, yeah, straight yeah. up. Yeah. That's like, but that's not what fortune's fool was, and that's not what my character was. My character was an incredibly honorable man who never hurt women or children, uh, and he only used uh, the smoke bombs as a distraction, and he would never think about it. So I think if you if you if you try to pay, play it honorably, and if you try to do your research, I actually did research into you know uh, uh, you know uh, Islam and stuff like that before I played him. I, I'm I'm I don't think I need to play it perfectly, but I need to at least try to show people that you're playing it respectfully as much as possible. And if someone came back and said, "Hey, actually, I'm Muslim, and you kind of did it wrong. You shouldn't have done that," I'd be like, "Oh, okay, sorry," and I would have probably changed it and fixed that if I could later on. Um, if someone came to me and said, like, you were incredibly insulting and I'm, as a Muslim, I'm incredibly insulted that you would ever play this character, I would apologize and probably not want to play that character again. But I, I don't, I don't think it's bad to try to play a different race or religion and explore that. Um, but I, I think you just should prepare yourself if you do it poorly or you, or you should just prepare yourself when people come forward and say, like, you did it wrong or I, I, I don't like what you did. I mean, a lot of people hold religion a lot deeper and culture a lot deeper than, say, me, who is a white white guy who couldn't probably tell you his ancestry if you, uh, you know, had a gun to my head. Uh, I couldn't do that or hadn't been in a church in a long time. I don't hold those things important to me. So I don't know. I, just, I, I think it's good to explore. And I think role playing is all about exploration. But I think that you need to try to show that you're being as respectful as possible. Well, there is one particular publishing company that has made their entire bread and butter on cultural and religious differences and ideologies, and that is White Wolf Publishing. Yeah. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade, uh, Werewolf, uh, you know, even certain Changeling, uh, mm-hmm. Wraith and things like that all have, all deal with culture, myth, but specifically religion with vampire, which is their, mm-hmm. their flagship. Yeah, Asamites were uh, primarily Islamic. Yeah, that's, and that's even just old uh, vampire. Uh, the, the the one that maybe even more more people these days might be uh, familiar with is sort of New World Darkness vampire. Uh, where you know, I know you're you are not, <laughs> but mm-hmm. but honestly, like uh, just from my experience online, 
more people are actually familiar these days with the new uh, World of Darkness stuff than with the old stuff. Like, right, we're, right, we're getting right. old. We're getting old. I know. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm but, interested in the new stuff. Yeah, I just haven't but uh, but so in I... specific, in, in Vampire uh, the Requiem, uh, there's the uh, uh, Lancia Sanctum, which is literally like oh, yeah. this this vampire organization uh, that that takes sort of like Catholic Christian uh, mythology and just twists it around uh, to make it this sort of like. Uh, we are sort of the, the, uh, not the descendants, but, uh, in the spirit of, uh, uh, the, uh, he has a specific name, uh, the, the, uh, Longinus, uh, the, the, the one who basically mm-hmm. stabbed, uh, uh, Jesus with, this, uh, with the spear. Spear of destiny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the spear of destiny, and then the blood flowed down. The, the way they say, like, well, when, when he, that blood fell on him, he became immortal, and, and so we are all from him. Mm-hmm. And they have this whole, they, they consider themselves very devout Catholics. In the sense that we believe in God, we believe in everything the Bible says, and we believe that we are the monsters that God set upon this earth to 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 make man realize what true evil is. We are we are serving God's purpose mm-hmm. by being the most monstrous monsters we can be, and and it's you know and it, I I could see very much how some people might see that as horribly offensive. <laughs> And some people are like, okay, that's a really interesting take on Catholicism. But the, th- yeah. the thing with Vampire, um, with specifically with White Wolf, is, um, and again, uh, <laughs> no, the, the Grandpa Masquerade's going to talk to you, kids, so gather <laughs> yeah. around. Um, but my my thing was always, uh, you're a vampire in this game, you run into a mortal, and <clears> the <throat> mortal's a player character. 99 times out of 100, what does that moral have? Truth, to, motherfucking truth, faith. You, true <laughs> faith. That's right. True fucking faith. They believe in God. And a hard or, on for vampires, most likely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They believe in a religion so much that it actually invokes these the the traditional reflexive bear fangs and, 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 and runaway response. But the thing is, so much of that, and again, this comes down to, this comes, comes down to a game that is based on culture and religion. You've got a bunch of people playing vampires, you want to, in, you want to counteract the vampires, the only way to do that is a Van Helsing's type of, 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 uh, hunter response. But it almost always comes down to a Judeo-Christian, uh, mm-hmm. like belief system that, I mean, have, the thing is, if you take a, a, a merit like that in, in this parlance, a merit would be something you buy in order to give your character an, an additional ability. Um, then in my experience, uh, you've got basically somebody who still hangs out and smokes cigarettes, but when, when vampires show up, they cross two sticks and suddenly they can repel them, but it's not a devout, it's not a reflection of what it is to be devout mm-hmm. whatsoever. Question. And, oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, in the masquerade, like, I, I have not really researched much of the history. Like, is there are there stories of like not only the Christians, but like Jews or Muslims oh, also yeah, fighting against vampires? Anybody yeah. can. Uh, I In mean, there's theory, been theory, but I, it always felt like lip service yeah. to me. Yeah. Well, it was a little bit lip service, but they actually did a pretty good job of the novels where there was. I mean, they made it pretty clear that faith is the biggest thing. I mean, I think there was even an agnostic uh, or an, an agnostic uh, or atheist or something like that vampire who actually believed in himself so much that that faith gave him some form of like truth faith in himself yeah or believed himself to be a god or believed himself to be god or a or representation of god himself and but was it always like like the the one god of the three primary religions or was like could it say a native american somehow to fight a vampire i mean here's the thing yeah yes Faith, but I think Angelo did touch on that. It felt a little bit more yeah. lip servicey than anything. I right. mean, they did have an entire book on. Um, it's called, I think, Veil by Night, which was uh, was a, a handbook for vampires 
covered all the classes, but if you wanted to be in the Middle East. Yeah. Hmm. And so there was, like, you know, the La Sombra were more focused on, I think they were, La Sombra is always Christian, but, you know, Asamites were more popular, so they were uh, very much uh, Islamic, but uh, Ventru and everybody was Islamic. So it was kind of an interesting take. They, They did try... But in some cases, it was very much just like lip service. Yeah, when you talk about White Wolf, you talk about like, you know, anything from the East. (laughs) Yeah, you talk about anything from the East and you've got, uh, I I mean, I played uh, Kindred of the East, the old, old game, and they seemed to try pretty hard, but then again, I was a white Christian, you know, like you I were could, concerned, like, wow, this is very sensitive. No, yeah, exactly. This is um, Eastern enough. Yeah, exactly. But so <laughs> yeah. I always feel like you're going to find Kung Fu stuff. You're always going to find like uh, a certain culture or religions, uh, mystic capabilities. I challenge you to find a player character who is who is a follower of Loa in voodoo and not have them be a magically active character. <laughs> like I challenge you to find that. And, and I think as role players, we, we geared towards, you know, well, fuck, we're playing make believe effectively. Yeah. So like, you know, there, I, I totally understand the idea. It's like, why would I play this absurdly difficult religion if there wasn't supposed to, uh, be some sort of, uh, you know, in-game benefit for the fantasy that I'm creating. I totally, totally get that. But at some point, you're gonna, I stood back and I looked at our, the industry that we're such fans of, and I was just like, wow, that's, do you, is there a baseline where you are one of these religions that is supposedly mystical? But no, you're just a person, and that's not a huge deal. Uh, I mean, there's also the, the, uh, first of all, as a card carrying member of R slash atheism, my lady, <laughs> uh, I think all you SJWs <laughs> need, uh, no, <laughs> but I mean, there's also, again, like you said, it is also part of a game, like, you know, the, in general, most games, you're playing that exceptional character. You're playing that, that, I mean, it, most games assume that, that there are, for every one actual like worshiper of the Loa that actually has magical powers, there's supposed to be like dozens and dozens that are just people. Yeah. Uh, 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 that said, most games and frankly most role players, most game players don't show that. You know, yeah, yeah you, that's it, true. It, it sort of becomes just you know you you play the stereotype because the stereotype is special. Yeah, you know, and, and as as a role player, you're usually going for the special, unless you're Billy, who wants to play that one guy who who is just completely normal no, and has no powers. That, <laughs> you bring up a really good point. Usually, when people have the uh, to be special, and I think that's fine, but I think <clears throat> it does. Conf- I mean, look at Daredevil. I mean, uh, right. on Netflix right now, he's Catholic. Haven't heard of him. <laughs> He's Catholic, but at no point has Daredevil started dipping into the Catholic magic of Marvel, which some. <laughs> I'm, I mean, Marvel has people raising magical priests, magical priests, but Daredevil's not. He is just Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he I, informs his character much like Catholicism informs Marcus's character. Right. Yes. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, that is true. Uh, but, I, and I, but I also see, but when it gets to something like vampire, I mean, that's like dipping into like superheroes, which is completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vampire is very much, the entire game is built around, even if you play an atheist character, in the end, you're wrong. <laughs> you're <laughs> a fucking vampire, I mean, You're a vampire. <laughs> and yeah, there's, there are scientific, there's science, there's scientists who study vampires, there's some science papers on vampire, but in the fucking end, Book of Nod was right, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I, I could disagree there as a mage player. And say and oh, say that mage. that faith, Fuck you, mage. true faith, true faith comes from mage. Mage makes sense of true faith. That said, 
Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Next question, David. Next right. question. Oh, boy. As, I'm, excuse me, my lady, lady, but as, as a mage player. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, later you're going to talk to me about the mage thing because I'm really interested in Yeah. yeah, yeah once the, microfo- no, yeah. the microphones are yeah. off, I can go on yeah. and on. That is, that is to me and Daniel what... Train ride home conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what vampire is to Billy to me and Dave is mage. So, yeah, so is there exactly. like a play with infinite borders except when you hit the crossroads? Oh, no. Yeah, we're not fucking idiots. Next question. The thinking man's game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'd like to remind our listeners you can leave your comments underneath this post and uh, you can uh, have a ruckus debate yourselves. We'd love to hear you agree with me and disagree with everyone else. Uh, so, if you're wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, two people insulting me at the same time. No, I was saying especially disagreeing with Daniel. I was insulting Daniel. Oh, yeah. wow. as one should. Yeah, I was just Frank, frankly as David. one should. I just I just heard you saying uh, you know some sort of shit talk, Angela, and I assume well, I'm friendly fire. There. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so <laughs> Sue and Johnny Storm. I don't know if you've heard about these uh, crazy, crazy kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Sue and Johnny Storm are characters in the Marvel Universe. Uh, they are better known as the Human Torch and uh, the Invisible Woman. Um, uh, excuse me. Flip that. Sue is the Invisible Woman and Johnny is the Human Torch. Um, and it's like, wow, these SJWs went too far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and so uh, apparently, this uh, just reached me before we started recording, that they are going to be played by a, a black person, a white person in the mm-hmm. new yes. film. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny uh, Storm, uh, the Human Torch is uh, black, mm-hmm. and uh, Sue is white. And uh, at first when I saw this, I'm like, oh, cool, cool. Yep. And uh, I think it hasn't really been explained that, you know, that th- I think they've come out and said like, oh, yeah, they're, they're siblings, and uh, they're still siblings. Mm. And apparently people... On the internet, that is the the idea of a black kid and a white kid being siblings. It was like it was pa- it was Pathfinder all over again. It was Planescape <laughs> all over again. It would be like Infinite Borders. And, uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Some people were saying I've heard I saw everything from like you know by changing his character to black that completely changed changes the character. 100%. So some people saying that, yes, uh, their relationship as brother and sister is completely different because you can't have the same relationship with uh, a blood relative than you can with someone who's adopted into the family. And plus he's up. much more urban now, so the jib-jiving would also affect the relationship. Exactly. <laughs> so, so a lot of people have been – I mean – but that, that kind of got me, us interested in the idea of, you know – uh, we talked about uh, change, you know, race and culture. But what about? Uh, I'm sorry, we talked about religion and culture. Let's talk about race now and what you know. We're hitting all the fun. Yeah, topics. Oh, all yeah. Right, topics. We'll gentlemen. be talking about politics later. We're going to be talking to get the mess comments. But you know, this, yeah. Sure. I mean, like, do we think that changing a hero's race changes the character? Well, as a white man, <laughs> as a white man, I feel that it's my well, well, it's my destiny to tell you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this may be surprising to all of you, but I have black skin. What? It's what? weird. What? I know. I don't see race, Hazel. Okay. Yeah. I don't see color. Where's, yeah. Wait, where's my phone? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can go. Especially, especially with, with, with uh, you know, Johnny Storm. Like, uh, you yeah. don't really see, you see the fact that he's, oh, oh God, he's on fire. fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, in my personal. The fire yeah. isn't black, is it? Gen- I'm wait, sure there's going to be one or two. The fire's black, that's it. I take it all back. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be one or two comments like, hey, you're black. Cool. And then that's the end of the conversation that goes on. But generally, race does not change a person's character. But. It should inform it, as can, Daniel said. Can we all do a quick intake of breath on three, one, <laughs> two, three? It should inform it, <sighs> as Daniel just said. 
generally, I'm not, I'm not expecting them to go like, you're black and thus we're going to spend half an hour just talking about race relations in the soup, <laughs> in the Marvel universe. But say, uh, what's the term? Being black in America does have some things going for it, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be the main focus of the, of the issue, uh, main focus of the movie. But it's something that's subtle that should be played in some way, shape, or form. It has things going for it, or it has some qualities we should, we should yes. recognize. Acknowledge, yes. Yeah. So well, I, I, I wouldn't. With, uh, like it, the the discussion comes up with with female action characters, whether you've you've switched the gender or not. Yeah. It's like if you just give. Uh, Give a character tits, mm-hmm. and you still like the character still running around doing all the exact same things. It's like, no, that's not. There's just just a deeper subtext sometimes when the character is female. Like, mm-hmm. look at Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica. In many ways, that character absolutely could have stayed as mm-hmm. as a guy as it originally was written. But I think that there was an opportunity to explore different stories yes. very quietly and subtly, but just the way that men and women interact mm-hmm. in some of those situations is different. And I think that especially if there, there gets to be more and more stories mm-hmm. with this particular iteration of the Fantastic Four, we're going to see because sometimes like a, an origin story you're trying to cram in so much information that a lot of the nuances of character doesn't get to come across yeah. I hope they do uh, but they haven't had the best of luck with Fantastic yeah. Four movies yeah now thinking about it like because we've talked about this before like Johnny Storm would be one example but a better even better example would be Spider-Man as a black character like if you made him black because uh, Johnny Storm even though he is himself a black character he is part of the the Fantastic Four Foundation and they're super rich because uh Reasons. Mm-hmm. Because well, of Franklin because Richards Reed, makes all the things. Reed Richards, Reed Richards, Reed Richards, Reed Richards yeah, thank you, makes yeah. all the things and basically has a ton of money. So he's Basically, usually above that. Yeah, he has he has he has Jay Z money is what we're trying to say here in this example. But uh, Are you saying Jay Z isn't black enough. I'm saying that Jay Z invented <laughs> the down. Apple Watch and we need to say that right now. Yeah. But Spider Man being not only a poor kid, but being a poor black kid would also add another layer towards the, towards a character. Well, you know, I think Spider-Man was the first time I actually considered, like, I used to be one of those people who thought, like, you know, like, no, you shouldn't change the race of a character. Uh, and I then I grew up. <laughs> uh, but, but no, seriously, what happened was, like, I was saying, like, you know, like, they're, they're considering, you know, maybe not making a, Peter Parker might be black. And I'm like, oh, come on, he's always been white. And then they said, hey, Don Glover is actually, uh, would love to be Spider-Man. And I thought about it and I instantly realized it's like, that Don Glover is Spider-Man. Yeah. That man could absolutely play Peter Parker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would that mean that some things, not changed, but some things would he'd probably experience differently? Absolutely. Awesome. But I still think the overall Peter Parker and Don Glover, mm-hmm. their attitude, their personality, their, their look is absolutely the same thing that I would want in a Peter Parker. And I realized that, you know what? Skin color does make a difference and skin color race should be something that is brought up just like mm-hmm. Angela uh, occasionally brought up with uh, women and you know you don't have to change it doesn't have to be overall story but it has to be something that the environment reacts to just like the environment reacts to race and mm-hmm. gender today but I don't think it would have changed I think mm-hmm. honestly Don Glover would have made an amazing yes pe- not I'm not saying Martin Morales not Peter either. Parker he would have made. See, but that's the thing. That's it, it. It is interesting because there is a quote unquote black Spider Man. Yes. Uh, 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 it's a Mike Mor- no, Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Oh, there yeah. it is. Miles yeah. Morales. I mean, and he is a separate character whose race informs his character in ways that Peter Parker's race did not. I mean, Peter Parker 
I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I think his story is overall a white man story. Overall, but I mean, I, and I'm not but, saying but I'm no, not saying I, Peter I, Parker I, I should stay point. white. No, no, I, I, I'm just saying like the story that has been told with Peter Parker, honestly, I think I, would be different if Peter Parker was black. It would be different, but I think there's a, we do have to bring up the fact that I know we I was the one saying this as well, but we even bring it up like there's Spider Man and then there's the Black Spider Man. And I think that's the thing we run into when we start saying like, "Well, we'll just make a black version of a character, or make a new different hero that's yeah, no, which, which, which I totally which yeah. is like, "Oh, he's like Wolverine. Mm-hmm. He's the Black Wolverine." Or, "Oh, yeah, she's like um, Vic. Oh, no, I'm trying to think. Uh, Sue. She's like the Invisible Woman. Uh, she's but she's black. Okay, so she's the Black Invisible Woman. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just think. No, no, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. My, my only concern here is, is uh, that if you make Peter Parker black. If you make, you know, if you make this character called Peter Parker with, with all of the qualities that Peter Parker has, and then you also make him black, the overall story should at some point reflect that. Oh yeah. But, you, you can't, it, it's can't not, go... it's not, it's not just painting him a color and then the rest of his story stays the same. No, it no, would, it not. would we... affect his story in, in a, in a quote unquote measurable way. Mm-hmm. And that, and I'm not passing judgment on that as good or bad. I'm just saying, it is a thing. It, it, you, if you, if you change Peter Parker to be a different race, mm-hmm. his story does change. But yeah. I, and that may be a story yeah. that's amazing and, and should be told, but it, it is a different story from the, from the right. story we have. And without, yeah, no, and I agree. I mm-hmm. think that, well, like I said, it should be acknowledged the environment would change different, but I still think the persona of Peter Parker could stay the same. Uh, a lot of it, yes, definitely. No, no. Yeah. But, like I said, I'm uh, yeah, not yeah. saying he's now like jive talking. You know? <laughs> no, of course yeah, not. No. But, but Swing those yeah. waves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but it, it would affect the story. And in that sense, I can see purists, I guess. That's a term on, you could possibly yeah, use. Exactly. Yeah. Power uh, through it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to go hard, power through it. Uh, you know, but yeah, I, I can see like, well, well you know, you, you make Peter Parker black. Now that it's a different story, that is not the character I read. Mm-hmm. Ugh, there's all sorts of issues with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but, but I, at the same time, you kind of acknowledge that it is a thing. Like it, it, the story would be different if he had been if he had been black. Yeah, well, I think then, like especially with the this wasn't the story I read. It becomes well, what is the point of this this telling? Yeah. You know, especially if we're looking at at films, which is generally where we've seen the, this um, uh, colorblind casting happening. It's like. Is this movie designed to be a, a perfect emulation of the stories we grew up with? Or is this film intended to be an exploration of an, a character in a vaguely familiar setting? Right. Mm-hmm. Both of which are – there is no wrong answer there necessarily. It's just that's something that producers and directors look at. I guess what I'm what – I'm, I want to say what I'm trying to say because that makes it sound like, oh, you're not getting me. <laughs> no, no. I, but, but, uh, you guys don't understand But me. I guess a point that, that, that I'm, I'm, I'm sort of – circling around I guess a little bit Da-da. is is done um, <laughs> is that if if actually can I so he, no, oh, sorry can I try sorry you, so you yeah, let me okay, finish and then it's all your, the floor okay. is yours uh, no uh, what I'm seeing is it would actually be kind of it would be almost I don't want to say it's really hard power to find the words okay. through this but it would be to a certain point offensive 
if the story did not change, if they simply made him black and then did not address this and made it and made it exactly the same. Yeah, absolutely. I think we all agree on that. We were saying yeah, that yeah. you need to be at least bring his race into it. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. But I think we could still hit the same marks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. We're on the same. It doesn't have to be explicit either. Okay, and I'm going to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be like... I'm going to play devil's advocate because I have the dark skin. I'm not allowed here. I could honestly say, like, if we... The race card has been played. Wait, wait, wait. Does anybody have... Race card! Does anybody have a... Oh, fuck. You should, you should have literally written race on this thing. I know, just, it's too late. Uh, so you can Jesus, do it. You're, you're playing your race card, but I'm going to tap my blue mana and take <laughs> two damage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Trample. Okay. <laughs> is, is the Oreo considered the, the blue mana? It's yeah, blue? Put, put your comments below this one. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can honestly say, well, not honestly say, I'm just saying, that... The thing with Miles Morales, though, is it allows you the opportunity to tell an entirely new story that has more of that focus of that black character into it. If you're trying to force black into Peter Parker, I should phrasing, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> phrasing. Phrasing. I, hey, I'm paying You're attention. kind of stuck in the main. <laughs> <laughs> Fanfiction.net, are you listening? Are you listening? Right, but gone. Yes. <laughs> All right. If you make Peter Parker black, you are still kind of stuck with the main Peter Parker story everyone knows and loves with some changes. On the other hand, if you create the new character, Miles Morales, that his blackness, his urbanness, if you will, <laughs> will become more tied with that origin story and his character. Which would, honestly, thinking about it, might make it more interesting depending on who, depending on who writes it. Okay, so for, let's just go back to the original comment of this entire thing. The human torch then. Yes. Do you wish she wasn't black? I mean, if that, if that, should there be a new human? Should there be a new human torch? Can we just gently address that he's called the Human Torch? Mm? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow! Yeah, no, I don't get that reference. Mm. I don't get it either. Does he wear a crucifix? Yeah, does he wear a crucifix? It's a fire and the burning. Was it burning crosses outside of a black man's home? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Or a black person, so I should say. Well, actually, I would have gotten if it was the human lynch. (laughs) (laughs) We were worst superpower ever. (laughs) So, so Jesus, I mean, like, do do you think they shouldn't have made him black? Honestly, I could care anyway. He seems like a type of character you can make him black or white, and his character doesn't change at all. Hmm. Okay, so you think some characters can be changed, but but you think some like uh, some character like. you can change. I'll be on. Okay, you can change any character, but some characters, depending on their circumstances, would be changed significantly more if you change their race. Like Peter Parker being a poor kid in New York City would, if you change him into a black person, would be have a very different experience than if he was a white person who was poor. Yeah, a poor white kid and a yes. poor black kid. Sure, they change. They they share the experience of poorness. Yes, but still. On, very on the other hand, story. Johnny Storm is part of an affluent family whose dad is a scientist. Yeah, who's so. he's he's in the money. Mm-hmm. So basically, he would have a very different experience than say Peter Parker in New York City. And how much do we have to get a Kickstarter funded in order for that dad to be played by Larry Wilmore of The Nightly Show? <laughs> oh, would, my God. Him as, as Reed kill. Richards. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So like, so, like, in all things, it depends on the circumstances of – like, as long as the story, the environment informs their character. Okay, so – So it depends. It seems like we all are circling the same drain and we're all kind of agreeing, but there are some <laughs> – there's some points. I where... feel like there's something that I I've been reluctant to bring up that I know is not popular, but I think that there's one skin color that is just a little too offensive to bring up the, for 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 demographic reasons and for readership we don't understand them as Americans as Westerners whatever and that is um 
Silver people don't surf, and everyone fucking knows that. <laughs> and I am tired. I am tired of watching this character get more and more like airtime and be involved in other people's storylines. Well, if the silver people like, would stop working for the Galactic Man, I know. You know what? We wouldn't talk about him as much. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying it out there. I'm just saying, silver people yeah, don't surf. Look, if silver people want to surf, they can surf. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you denying them the agency to choose you know to what? surf? You, I'm just saying. Where did he get the surfboard? Ukron. I never. Is that what, the, the that's surf- what I call Ukron, the guy from the. Yukon from uh, Rudolph, who who was always looking for silver and gold. Is that, that's all you see, Yukon. All you fucking see. <laughs> Rubbing it across his skin. Surfboard! Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. All right. Well, that was so. a nice, sensitive subject we talked about. I think it was good, though. Yeah. It, was, it was informative. Yeah. I think it was kind of one of – it is a tricky topic. It's yep. a trippy, tricky thing. And I think – what I like to see about these conversations is as long as they don't degenerate and people calling one another – mean things yes I think we can explore it and I think there are silver people silver tongue doubles I, like call them. <laughs> exactly. I think as long as people I don't know can see both sides of the story sometimes yes. I mean I I don't know I, I, like I said it, 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 not, it is not 100% wrong and 100% right on both sides of the argument I think there are some shades of silver well played sir Uh, our next question comes from a listener and it's in the form of a dear abby question which i love and it is uh dear abby uh or fandible my rpg group has decided to play a supers game this is great for me as i've wanted to run one for ages however the problem comes in when where a friend bought the game and said walk us through it it's fate-based, but somehow I can't seem to make heads or tails of it, to the point where I'm looking at the sample characters and don't know where some stats are uh, from the book. <laughs> what should I do bewildered in Boston? Uh, I'm sorry. Let me let me do that again. <clears throat> a fucking fandable. My RPG <laughs> group has decided to play a Supas game. This is great for me as I wanted yada, yada, yada. I don't know what to fucking do. Everybody's being stupid, tired, bewildered in Boston. <laughs> I am from New England. I can fucking say that. <laughs> Boston Awful. card. But, but, <laughs> yeah, Boston so card. We, well, it's right over your black card. That's <laughs> off. That's not <laughs> I'm used to it. Yeah, we ran into it. Well, we kind of, I mean, like, especially like looking at the stats, uh, Rotted Capes, we ran into that a lot of time. When we mm-hmm. looked at the stats on Rotted Capes and we're like, we have no idea how these were built. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've also ran it. We, we've done a fate superhero game. Which yes. Tried. We, yeah, we, we, we tried. Yeah, we've we tried, tried yeah. so hard. We've mm-hmm. tried. Uh, that was base raiders, and that didn't go for well for us either. Um, I guess the thing you do is you move on to a new game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, there are plenty of systems out there. If someone, I mean, I think someone said it best uh, when we were talking about this question beforehand. We try not to talk too much about these questions, but we do bring it up. It's like someone listening to Fandible and say, like, you know, after listening to Fandible, uh, I, I listen to podcasts that have a lot more uh, crunch and mechanical, uh, and they they were too silly. Um, you can't really fault them on that, can you? I mean, we are not mechanical and crunch. God, and we are no. very silly. So mm-hmm. the, the thing we would say is like, oh, yeah, this is not for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, if all right, fairly well. Yeah, if you guys aren't getting this, like none of you are getting this. Mm-hmm. Go to a game where one of you can teach the other. I mean, there are mutants in Mastermind. There's Base Raiders. There are Mutant City Blues, which uses a gumshoe system. There is Rotted Capes, which uses the big you not the Ubiquiti system, but they have their own system. There are a, uh, there's even Champions, which is crunchy as hell, but it's there. There are a lot of different systems, and you can just find it. And just because you don't get this one, it doesn't mean the system's bad. It's just it's not for you. Like you know, Base Raiders was a very great book. 
but we just couldn't wrap our heads around it because it was very mechanical in some approach. In some places, it wasn't. And mm-hmm. in the end, we're like, uh, we don't we don't like the vibe. Just because you don't like a vibe of a certain RPG game, just means it just it just that. You just it wasn't for you. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. games are just wicked hot. <laughs> wicked hot. Wicked hot. Wicked hot. Hot in the yard. <laughs> was wicked hot. Hot in the yard. Um with uh with fate, um if if this is um uh the game that you're referencing is the same one that we had troubles with base raiders. Uh for one thing, I think that it came from an earlier iteration of Fate, and and we have played several versions of Fate games, and really the system doesn't become elegant elegant until for us until you get to atomic robo which is based on fate core mm-hmm. now the the fate people are brilliant and they've released a book called i believe it's the fate core toolkit or it's a fate core toolkit uh, and it runs through all of the different things that make up fate core mm. and they look at different like special rules that you can pull in like superpowers if you're still interested in doing supers and fate i absolutely think that it's a system that can do it so i would say pick up fate core pick up this toolkit and figure out how can you hack together the system that's really going to work for your group i've also heard very good things about um uh is it a Apocalypse World or some shit like that. Nope. Uh, Apocalypse World. I've heard good things about yeah. it. Um, yeah, Dungeon World uses the. <laughs> so you've heard nothing good about. It. Not from this group, you haven't. Maybe I'm thinking of a different game. Yeah, um, Monster Hearts did use Apocalypse World. So is uh, that? I haven't heard of a Super's Apocalypse. World, no, actually, is there not? I don't think so. No. The closest is I've I've heard rumors that there's a Mutant Hearts out there. Hmm. Mutant Hearts. I, I would play, play so that so fucking hard. So fucking hard. I would yeah, so disappoint hard, yeah. them. So what would be hard. your What would be your mutant sex move? I don't even. Uh, Snickety snickety. <laughs> snickety snickety. Make it a quickity. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! If anybody who I would pl- join a Google Hangout just to play that game, so please, I want that game in my life. <laughs> oh my God! Mine, mine would be called Webbing Everywhere. Uh, <laughs> webbing, webbing everywhere. Bam! Drink. Oh God! What about Shazam? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Um, so, okay, yeah. listeners, uh, that's your first call out. Tell us your mutant heart sex move. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So yeah, bewildered in Boston. Uh, there are lots of different games, um, and some are are, are extremely flexible. Uh, I mean, much like my mutant sex move, Mister <laughs> <laughs> <Mr>. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, oh my! That's a good one. Oh, oh my! my. <laughs> 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 Um, oh, okay, well, what about? Yeah. <laughs> I got to be honest here. That's, uh, so, what do we? How about the small we go around? I mean, we don't. Have I have a lot of energy lot. behind me. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a lot of. You know, we only have a couple uh, games under our belt. But how about we give like suggest some games for them to try out? Like, I love it. Mm-hmm. For me, um, if you're going for simple, uh, I would either try. Look into Mutants and Masterminds. We haven't tried it much, but when I have played it at a cons, it seems very easy to follow. But if you're really interested, I just picked up Mutant and City Blues. It uses a gumshoe system. That is, it's more of a low power police procedural, but it's very fun and it seems like a fairly simple way of playing it. And the gumshoe is fairly okay. So those would be my two. Well, I just wrote a very contentious blog post talking about what systems you can use to play a very specific superhero. Those are terrible. I know, they were all terrible suggestions, weren't they? Um, but 
uh, th- uh, one of the systems that I threw out there was uh, Dresden Files for the, the city creation aspect, especially because Hell's Kitchen is so important for the setting of Daredevil. Um, and actually, Warren was in our comments was walking through it, and he's like, no, this is all the different ways that Dresden would fit. So I would mm. say if you don't want to go through like the toolkit option and, and pull together something like that, go with Dresden Files. It's a, a little bit of a more workable fate system, and magic is super hot powers. You know, you've got all the the, the free range with the stunts. So, and, and mm-hmm. the really yeah. the only issue is like figuring out exactly what the power level is going mm-hmm. to be, because that game can go from totally normal person to ridiculous wizards. Mm. Ridiculous wizards. Yeah, no, I mean it does. It does. It, it actually yeah. presents. Yep. I mean, the, all all the uh, uh, what's the name for them? The the for, for not for non wizards. But still have powers. Uh, Muggles. Have... <laughs> no, they, they have a specific no, um, name in the series. Paranet. They're the Paranets. Right? Yeah, the Paranet, but not. But they, no, they no, have. The, yeah, they have warlocks. No warlocks. No, no. There's no, those uh, are like rogue wizards. Lamos. Yeah. <laughs> point is that they are, they're, they're, they're like lesser powers or whatever. But point is, yeah, there are people who's like they're not full wizards, but they have like some kind of power. Yeah, be it one trick. telepathy oh, or what's the name telekinesis. Of that? Uh, Psychics. Adept? Not adept. No. No, they, they have a specific, eh, whatever, whatever it is. No, because like, I, cause that, that's usually what I would play, where like you're tuned into like one. Yeah, but that's, I think it was yeah, adepts. But, well, yeah, no, like, but there's adepts which are like sort of like sub wizards or whatever. But the, the, like, the, yeah, whatever. Anyway, there's the one this. trick ponies like thing. That, mm-hmm. You're thinking of Bender, Ben, uh, that guy who could like create clone, uh, summon clones or something like that. Summon like. Groups of those like guys in tuxedos, yeah, like that guy, yeah, that or the, guy, or the guy who was like uh, just all about like ghosts, basically. Yeah, so yeah. there are people, there are one. But anyway, you, yeah, you can basically use that as like, okay, that's that's your superpower, that's your mutant superpower, speaking with the dead or creating clones for yourself, or your mutant superpower is controlling fire. You know, that you're kind of your one trick. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the, I mean, Dresden Files also, uh, as I mentioned at the, at the con uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, for the guy that ran uh, Secret uh, Cats with you guys, I told him, oh yeah, I've, I played. Fate before uh, we actually started with uh, Dresden Files. Like, oh, you've played hard Fate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So so Dresden Files is also like basically there is a new version of Dresden Files coming out, which yes, I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about because um, the older version is based on an older version of Fate. That said. Yeah, isn't definitely. the new the new Dresden isn't actually going to be fake accelerated? Yeah, that would be interesting. It's, it's accelerated. Not, not yeah. the Brad guys, but uh, Jim Butcher actually talked about Fanable once. What on Reddit when I asked on AMA, I was like, "Hey, oh, yeah. uh, would you ever play like in a game with uh, my group has played Dresden Files? Have you ever played it?" And he's like, "Oh, what group?" And they're like, "Fanable." And he's like, "No, I would never play uh, Fate. I would never play the <laughs> system. Never play Fanable. I would never play Fanable." He's like, "I would never play the system because I'd probably be the worst one because someone would be like, "Oh, your spell can't do that." And I'd be like, "What? <laughs> I, my spell could do whatever the fuck I, <laughs> I, I am Jim Butcher. <laughs> it is funny because he ple- he he. You know, I mean, Harry is kind of a." a, a the, the author, uh, uh, you avatar. know, avatar yep. in that series. And, and that's, that's actually a, a sort of a, a plot point that all the, the, his friends like actually run like D and D and role playing games and Harry's like, but I'm a real wizard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a real wizard, Harry. All right. So you would go with Dresden as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm totally behind that. All right. Uh, Jesus. I got nothing. I was going to go use some masterminds myself. Honestly, I've, we should probably hmm. order that book. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we keep talking. I about mean, we, it. our yeah. fans keep telling us, suggesting it. Like, who is it, Lucic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would have bought it, but we just the last time yeah. we just bought we just bought like a bunch of fifth edition D and D stuff. So yeah. we are, we'll wait next month, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, hold on, hold on no, to your like, pants, I got uh, listeners. Honestly. There could be fifth edition D and D. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah we, we, we have Holy to play crap. our yearly fantasy game. So it's I spent prob- a lot of money on those books. We'll be playing it right. a little bit more. <laughs> okay. When did fantasy become our goddamn booster shot for the fantasy flu? <laughs> yeah. Why do we have to do it once a year to make? Because some- now listen, it's hilarious. Listen, here's the thing. Here's I want to try to play fantasy because I think. Sometimes when we play fantasy, we go like, okay, you guys, there's a, there's a goblin, and you fall into a magical pool, and now you're in fucking Planescape. And it's like, oh my god, we have tripped and fallen into fantasy fucking central. <laughs> I think if we took Dragon Age approach to fantasy, where, yes, there's elves, and there's darkspawn, and there's ogres. So mo- you want to go for more, like, dark slash light fantasy. Light fantasy, yes. I would go for the uh, Games of Thrones type fantasy, but for a little bit more race. A little bit more races. I don't think they have different Racism races. or races? Race. Oh, okay. Just, just. I thought you were going to go with like, less rape. How about that? Yeah, well, okay, less rape, <laughs> more races. Because I think there are only humans in that. In there's dragons. only humans. Well, there's other races, but the main people they're, are humans. They're still basically humans. Yeah, basically humans. Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. I would want more like elves and ogres. You guys are describing a David Lynchian nightmare <laughs> to me right now. What in the fuck? Yeah. Just let me play a paladin or a monk and let's just <laughs> roll with this. Dragon Age then. I would, right. I, I, dragon, I would, there is a Dragon Age RPG. There's a Dragon there Age is. RPG. I don't, know, I don't know if it uses some other system. It uses it up. I can't remember what it is though, but mm-hmm. I heard, from what I've heard, people like it a lot. Yeah, we can give it a, a look anyway yeah. at the very least. Yeah. I just bought all this fifth edition. <laughs> nope, sorry. Yeah. Honestly, if you want to, if you want me to run D and D fifth, I'll run D and D fifth. Although there may be stabbings in that you'll stab me because there'll be mm-hmm. fantasy elements in this game. Well, I, I'm okay it's with kind fantasy. Of the point with fantasy <laughs> there should be fantasy we elements will, I, in fucking okay, D&D. Hold on, hold on, I want hold on, to fight okay. a goblin. Oh, I don't Jesus want to fight Christ. a goblin that has uh, that is in the plane of logic. Jesus Christ, listeners. <laughs> logic we're, goblins. We're, you're just listening to That'd us. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? In the, <laughs> in the I'm all about sand. logic goblins, though. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Writing Modrons. I promise. Writing Modrons. Someone draw that. Both of you fucking stop because we're on the left side of me on the table we're talking about fantasy light that is the like 50 <laughs> calories of fantasy i can't believe it's not fantasy and on the right you're talking about the cronuts of fantasy <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> every time about. every time we play fantasy it is the fucking cronut of fantasy that is the best fucking description i've ever heard of it we are either in a planescape like surroundings or we are jumping we <laughs> that jumped the rails. Oh, you had, you had fun. You had fun. Sure. Ish. Sure. But I also had fun when I wound up strung out on heroin that one time in Tijuana. <laughs> but I don't want to do it again. <laughs> By the way, that was the, our second session of Pathfinder, which you'll listen to in the future, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, please do. Okay. Oh, we haven't released that part yet? Not yet. Spoilers. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Oh, can we bleep him out? Can we bleep? <laughs> All right, I'll bleep him out. I'll bleep oh, him out. beautiful. <laughs> Motherfucking. I'm sorry, I thought, we already, I thought that was the entire thing. <laughs> fucking cronut wizards and your fucking yeah. bullshit with your talking alphabets that can buy it's you sad, a drink. Yeah. It's right. sad, when I can get it fucked really by is, O, then I don't know. <laughs> it really is sad. Well, we, it has a permanent O face, so it's, it's a bonus right there. It really is sad that we honestly got excited about Logic Goblins. <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, I, I would read a book about oh that. Oh my god. Honestly, a, cool. a book by Logic Go- Goblins is a mathematics book. That is all that is. <laughs> but a lot more screaming. Sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. A square, boss, B square. Do you have one? Uh, a, a yeah, m- now I do. <laughs> now I fucking do. It's called Fee Fucking Asco. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. 
favorite Heroes game was the Fiasco game we played. <laughs> wow, yeah. And it's called With Great Power. You can find it online. Um, and that play set is you play superheroes and you got a basic concept, you have basic setup. It's like every other brilliant Fiasco game. And it degenerates like every other fiasco game so beautifully, but because it's, it's better than most fiascos because you do have like, you're playing superpowers and stuff. No, there's no like rolling or something. Like you, if you've played fiasco, your, your friends slash frenemies are voting on whether or not something goes wrong, but everything's going to go wrong eventually. But the idea that you're all playing either villains or heroes in this dichotomy of good versus evil automatically makes whatever you try to do wonderful when it goes to shit. So that means if we decided to play villains and I played that place, that place at once as villains and we, tr- we, we wound up being fucking superheroes and it was brilliant <laughs> because the superheroes, because the, what happened? Um, the, uh, the, the villains, the villains, uh, protested mm-hmm. and went underground. They went to ground because they were getting their ass kicked by Super Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and Super Fantastic and all of his friends didn't have any crime to stop. So they started committing their crimes under assumed personas right. in order to create more crime for them to quote unquote stop. The villains thinking that there are scabbers that are moving in on their open territory, then come out of, come, come back from hiding. Don fake superhero personas because they can't, because they're still on strike. Yeah. Union will freak out if they jump out as themselves and they start stopping their own crimes. That's amazing. That's, that's how really they came out. And that's just naturally how it progressed. Yep. So like Fiasco is my favorite fucking superhero game. Just aim down. You can fly. You've got that much further to fall. It was the greatest in the fucking that was world. One. Yeah, that was I, I I love it. I love it so much. I'd love to uh, return to that. Weren't there rules for like uh, continuing yeah, a game? Uh, the derailment rules. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's three hey. consecutive games, and it's basically a long train wreck. Great. I think so, I know. I think my character can survive. You know, uh, all, He's of our <laughs> all of our characters survived. Yeah, okay. yeah. Actually, we did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One became a stripper. One was in a maximum security yeah. prison for taking out police. Yeah. <laughs> one. There were. Oh, you were in prison too. You had yeah. like, and you had a radiation head on your head. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. You were in a prison, but you did have a. Oh, I was in prison. Oh, you were in prison. prison, and then he had like the oh, radiation uh, guy, Doctor Adam. Adam. Yeah, Doctor Adam. And then I married the magician. Okay. Yeah, what happened to your character? Yeah, you, you were the. Were you there? For I wasn't there. For oh, that. Yeah, okay. and I, I listened to it. It was amazing. Oh, you guys yeah. Were awesome. oh yeah. So oh, we're yeah. gonna play that again. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I'll be out of here in like two weeks from Mother's Day. So hey. Knock yourselves out. Uh, huh? No, that's sad. Yeah. We need you to Skype in then. Yeah. Nope. Uh, and entirely in Spanish. I'm, I'm going to Skype in from like the fucking beach, like drunk. Woo! Yeah. Are you guys so Check it out. Look at the beach. Look at the beach. Woo! Like, Fuck like Pitbull. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, Pitbull's here. <laughs> He's right here. Oh my God. He's just dancing on his side. I have no idea. I think he's shooting a video or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he's not right. shooting a video. That's just him. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go. I'm hanging out with this surfer who's silver. <laughs> uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we need to talk about something really serious. We talked about uh, religion, the most and, serious one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, religion and uh, adoption and race relations, and we just helped uh, uh, Wicked Pissa in Boston. Uh, but, but seriously. Uh, there is a certain cultural cornerstone <laughs> to our society that is uh, absolutely critical to, <clears throat> excuse me, to a lot of 
what we take for granted. It comes up in politics. It comes up in, uh, again, it comes up in religion, uh, fashion, absolutely. And an overwhelming majority of our media is affected by it. Um, and, uh, and, and this could have, uh, resonating effects for, for decades to come. And we could be talking to our children and children and our grandchildren about this. So, I want to get uh, an opinion from you. This is a fanable exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. How do you feel about the Full House reboot from Netflix featuring TJ Tanner, who is going to be... Uh, excuse me, it's DJ. DJ? Yes. Uh, you just reveal you yourself as a poser. You are so close to the microphone because I'm wearing the headphones. It sounds like the uh, it sounds like the producer <laughs> <laughs> has stopped filming. It's like, uh, David, it's actually DJ. Wait, um, <laughs> Reboot? Reboot. Re- no, because reboot implies that we're oh, starting, like, over. starting over. This sequel. is like, yes, Continuation. sequel. Continuation. Yeah. Fuller Girls meet, house. Uh, girl meets world, pretty much. Yeah. So they are the, bringing it back to the, the, the front. The only difference with Girl Meets World is Boy Meets World was a fantastic show, and I want to continue that story. Oh, boy. Girl, the full house was terrible. I just Shut wanna, your mouth. Yeah, I just want to say, like, words. <laughs> you said nothing wrong, Jesus. It was a Shut terrible your mouth. show. But I will watch this show the entire weekend. No, no, no I'll be honest. I, like, I, I will watch it. Take the first day off. No, 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 no. When I was when I was when I was a child and didn't know better, I loved that show because I watched it every like every week. Exactly. And then I watched it again as an adult, and I cried inside and out. Exactly. You're gonna watch this one again, asshole. You're gonna see what the, how they take this further, and they're gonna understand what it is to feel. Like a full house. Okay. Can we talk about the Curse of the Tanners just real quick? <laughs> curse of the Tanners? Well, because the premise of the first full house was that Bob Saget's character was a widower, and that's why he was single, uh, and he was, uh, and you know, trying to find love while also raise a family. This is about DJ Tanner, who is a widow and has mm-hmm. kids. Yep. Yeah. I think she's pregnant. Yeah. Wow. With the ghost what? baby. Yes. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. With a ghost, I am right to your face. Like, yeah, no, 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 but is widowed and pregnant the new MTV show yeah. that's coming? Uh, oh god, that's so yeah. sad. <laughs> widowed and pregnant oh. slash sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. That, that is so hard. hard. Yeah. yeah. So DJ has just been widowed. She has at least one small child, and I believe is pregnant with another one on the way. And uh, owes money to the Russian mob, like yeah. most likely. And so to help her in her her pain and her grief, in comes best friend Kimmy Gibbler. Yes. Oh. Oh and uh, little sister Stephanie wow. to help out. Has, now, uh, I think, uh, has Stephanie finally given up that meth habit that she developed? Uh, yes, apparently she has. Oh, good for her. So is Bob Saget going to be the grandpa coming in to Oh, help I out? want Bob Saget to be as blue as humanly possible. I know that uh, see, John Stamos, who's Uncle Jesse, he is a producer, so he's definitely going to be on board. I believe Bob Saget is there's been no word on Uncle Joey, which is a crime. Yeah. And then apparently the Olsen twins found out about it the same time the rest of us did when John Stamos was but on Jimmy Kimmel. They are open to it. And they, and uh, John Stamos said, like, yeah, oh, great. Then I, but, yeah, I mean. It's just like, what do you do? You don't need two of them anymore. They look very different now. What if they revealed that they were twins the entire time, that we only saw one I'm Michelle blown. 
but there was like another Michelle that was kept in the basement. <laughs> Carol, and she's been killing. She's been killing off all the all the lovers of the Tanner family. She was the one that took out Bob Saget twice. She's the literal she's curse of the Tanner family. She is the curse of the Tanner. So it's it's Michelle that's a horror Tanner movie I would watch. And Rachel and, Tanner. And she's like Heath Ledger died. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I don't get that reference. He was uh, found in an apartment that one of the Olsen oh, twins come owned. On. Uh, oh, Jesus. Did I just make it too dark? You yeah. made it way too dark, asshole. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. I, it's not like I pitched the idea where they bring his ashes onto a set and spill them, and then it's all wacky, because before before Bob gets home, they gotta clean it up. Yeah, man. That's gonna be an But anyways, yes, uh, there actually has I'm always been s- another Tanner Tanner. So is it gonna be, I'm assuming, uh, what's the tone letters. gonna be? It's like same Full House 80s, or was it 80s, 90s, 90s. Uh, 90s tone, or what are they gonna no, go No, they're with? probably gonna make it, like, modern. I bet. But, but I'm still, mo- I'm still most likely going to be a sitcom. It's a 30 oh, minute yeah. show. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be rather light. Oh yeah. It's going to be like a Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. But I heard there was Netflix and it was, uh, I was hoping that it was just going to be a little bit darker called Full House of Horrors. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I was rebuffed. Yeah. I was told no. Yeah. Um, Oh, I don't know. This Michelle subplot. <laughs> <laughs> Love this, that the curse. <laughs> yeah, there were actually quintuplets originally, <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah. they started they dwindling started down. Yeah, yeah exactly. Honestly, to yeah, gain their strength. Yeah. It makes sense. Honestly, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll watch it just because I grew up on it. It's going to be probably awful. But, you know, honestly, Netflix has done everything they have released I loved, except for that... Um, the werewolf show. The werewolf. Uh, oh, yeah. Hemlock broke I tried. I watched I eight, like, eight or nine wanted, episodes. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this has to be getting well, it's, good. Not, every, not everything's going to be a hit. Uh, I wanted to yeah. believe in Anything that features and, uh, uh, Jean Grey, help me, the actress's oh, name. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Femme Kajansen. Yeah. yeah, anything that features her... In a, that Essential. much lingerie, yeah. <laughs> like with the I, weirdest fucking accent ever. I do not care. <laughs> like I, she could have been trying to affect some sort of strange Martian dialect, and I'd be like, I hate this, yeah. but I am in till at least the next episode. All right, well, if she's not going to be in her underwear in this episode, I'm ah, damn it! All right, I guess I'm in for another episode. Like, yeah, no idea what was going on. Eight mm-hmm. episodes in, Tim is like, what's it about? I'm like. Couldn't fucking tell you. Could not tell you. There was a girl that spoke Martian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was the she was the woman that was based off the uh, Revelation of Mars uh, pr- uh, promo uh, <laughs> figure. Yep, solid. Revelation of Mars coming out in three years. Yep, <laughs> three years from yesterday. Nope. We're not. Uh, I love the idea of the full house. The full house continuation being in the nineties, as if there was some sort of like weird. There's some sort of like temporal effect in the house. <laughs> and so like they, they, they all grow up and then move back and then it's kind of like a found footage horror film or something <laughs> where they're like setting up cameras. It's like, I don't understand, but suddenly we're in the 1990s <laughs> again. Uh, and Uncle Joey thinks he's funny. Um, <laughs> oh God. And, and a lot oh, of people keep stopping by. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah. What's full- sad about a full house though? Just one thing. Yeah. <laughs> The dog that was on it, he's dead. Uh-huh. You the think what? about it, the dog, the golden retriever. Uh-huh. Had, Comet. He's been dead for a while. If you think about it, uh, Com- it's probably Comet. for the best. He burned too brightly. <laughs> he burned too brightly, especially when uh, Michelle, the evil Michelle, got a hold of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, burned. she was hungry that day. Okay, so okay, <laughs> we're done with the ball. Okay. Oh my goodness! I think, I think we're done. All Honestly, right, like, so, the show you guys are describing is one I would love to watch. <laughs> just one of a psychotic wander. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. Too, too, many, too, 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 too many tanners. Yeah. Too many tanners. <laughs> Tanning the tanners. Oh, yeah. Ta- oh. oh my god! 
I love it. <sighs> so it's basically like it's it's full house meets uh, Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. yep. That's I cut it out of her. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, I want to end on a uh, uh, equally serious note, you guys. Uh, so uh, we talked a lot about superheroes. Um, we talked a lot about superheroes uh, in this uh, episode. And we have a lot to choose from. We're in like a golden age of superhero television shows and movies. And so the final question for tonight is um, if you could put superheroes into a uh, different uh, interesting setting than they are normally infused into – what setting would that be? So a good example would be like, look at what was done with uh, Pride right, and Prejudice yeah. and, with zombies. Mm-hmm. Like, took zombies and put it into a totally uh, stale, boring uh, setting. Uh, and then added zombies. Stale and boring. So, okay, so like Rotted Capes. Like, they had yeah. took superheroes and made it into zombies. Yeah. Exactly. So we can't use that. Uh, so we can't use that. Oh, I got one. <laughs> okay. What, uh, superheroes in a Western. Ooh. Yeah, and so it's a little steampunky, more yeah. kind of Briscoe County Junior, but some people can fly, you know, mm-hmm. magnetism. Can people stuff. act in that one too? Uh, <laughs> only Bruce. Okay, yeah. but I would do uh, superheroes in, uh, yeah. yeah, in yeah. the Western. I like that. I like right that. Nemesis. Nice, yep. nice. I like that one a lot. The Prince of Brass. Um, I want superhero reality TV. Ooh, I like. That. Have you seen the specials, by the way? Well, they they couldn't probably. Um, they probably couldn't do a confession booth because someone has super hearing. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, if, uh, there's a movie out there called, I believe, The Specials. And it's like a B or C list hero team. Um, and it's got Jamie Kennedy in it uh, and some other actors that you've seen around. And it, the idea is that they're being followed around by a reality TV crew. And so they're, they're giving – it's basically – it is uh, – uh, uh, true. Uh, what's that? Uh, 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 the MTV show that started all this crazy. Real world. Thank you, real world, but superheroes. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's what that's what I want. Yeah, it is. So, so I recommend that movie. That sounds amazing, Angela. <laughs> uh, yeah, that superhero. Dan. Okay, we'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah, superheroes and cavemen. Uh, set far back with time of tribes, the powers themselves are a lot more elemental. So, like, there is the standard strength and. What? You have a look on your face. Did Wouldn't you that be fantasy again? Wouldn't that be Captain Caveman? <laughs> Captain <laughs> Caveman! I take it. No, I'm kidding. That'd be awesome, actually. That'd yeah. Be but but yeah, like, a lot, the powers themselves would be a lot more elemental, like the basic fire, earth, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But like numerous tribes would have their own special wars fighting against other tribes and their special wars. It'd be kind of cool. Tribe of the Wheel versus. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, tribe, tribe of, of fire. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I like that. I like and that. when Earth would and fire fight against each other, it's just jiving. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you just do the last Airbender? You just made the last Airbender. <laughs> but everything changed. No, I said caveman. Caveman. Oh, oh, that that cave cave. yeah. yes. okay. yeah. yes. Um. Yeah. I guess. Uh, oof. I've got two options actually. One is superheroes in space, which I guess is kind of done because of the old Marvel, uh, you know, cosmic superheroes. Also, Pigs in Space did it better. Yes. Pigs in Space. Uh, I, I would kind of dig, uh, 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 and this is so much a setting, I guess it's just a time period, like superheroes in the 1920s. Oh, yeah. Nice. That, that would be, that could be kind of interesting, like, you know, go for a little noir vibe. Uh, you yeah. can also go for, wasn't there like a, uh, you bought that, there was that, that superheroes in, Oh, World it, War, it, World War II, yeah, Godlike, oh, yeah. yeah. That was really, a yeah, good yeah. Read. 
No, definitely. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how good it was the system, but as as a book to read, yeah, it was mm-hmm. really interesting take on it. Uh, but yeah, I, I, but uh, that, that's that's like the war thing. Like I'm, I'm like more about more just the, like yeah, yeah, the twenty things. Because then you have yeah. you've got um, people like the uh, think about like the the women that would go and smash up bars before mm-hmm. prohibition went into effect. Mm-hmm. You've got Wonder Woman leading the charge. Yeah. yeah, you get out of the way. It's like all right, yep, not touching a drop ever again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There could be there, there could be some really fun stories told mm-hmm. there. Uh, yeah, I really, um, gosh, I, I, I don't know. You guys have come up with such, uh, amazing ideas. Um, I would say, uh, putting the superheroes into, uh, an environment that they're not normally accustomed to, you know, superheroes in space is one thing, but what about superheroes colonizing space? Ah. So think about it. You're sending people in a shuttle for like three years to colonize a planet because the earth is dying. Would you send normal people or would you send a handful of people who are incredibly resilient towards what is already deadly, uh, a deadly environment? But what if you don't get to pick and choose about what side they were on before they got put into the capsule? Ooh. So like you've got five supers. They did not always get along, but they are literally last. Uh, Earth's last, last hope, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, you've got small communities of these pods landing all around that are full of anything from, uh, from like beta, because alphas need to stay. The alphas need to stay to keep, you know, that they, they are important for, for security and everything and like, and keeping the earth together. But like, you send like the betas and, and, and deltas. And so they're, they're landing on like, say, for a placeholder, Mars. Mars is slowly being terraformed, kind of, but you need to be a super to exist there at all. But all of those old rival rivalries and grudges are starting to kind of like seed their way into or slurm their way into. <laughs> uh, uh, the, into they won't get that. They yeah, won't yeah. get that. Now, fuck you guys. You'll get They'll it. get it eventually. You will get it sl- during the next slot commercial. Now, this is this is one of those things you see in a movie or in a TV series where like they make some sort of reference and then mm-hmm. they fuck with time yep. in two seasons and then they go back and they're like, oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> you will think it is amazing. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'd say like. I would say not just superheroes in space, but superheroes colonizing space. That could be really you cool, know? actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, um, we could call it Capes and Colonies. Nice. <laughs> um, so pause one second. Just gonna let. Me... Uh, so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Ladies and gentlemen around the table, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, Davey. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, uh, this has been Fanable.com live role playing podcast with another geeky topics roundtable discussion. Uh, if you like what you're listening to, then you might consider uh, liking what we also offer on the website, Fandable.com. We have live role-playing podcasts. We have more geeky topics around tables. We also have games at the Fandicate, uh, where we have Horatio's Story, made by our own young William, and Fandable 2048, made by our own young Jesus. Uh, we also have the blog. We have the Fandable blog, where we post diligently every week about the most mind-blowing of substances and thanks, substances of, um, that's of, the other, that's the other podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the one I, I that's Fanta <laughs> Bong, actually. <laughs> uh, and yeah. And, um, if you really like what we do here, please consider donating to our Patreon. It's how we keep the lights on and, uh, recording consistently. Uh, we afford this wonderful equipment. 
uh, and also the space for the website and the games in which we can play and tell you about and review. Uh, if the longevity of a Patreon is not really your bag, I totally understand. And then consider giving us a couple bucks through our uh, PayPal account. See how you feel about that. But uh, even if you can't do any of that, uh, please consider talking us up on various social media platforms, on iTunes, wherever else you've heard us. And uh, that would be a huge, uh, huge benefit for us because we could grow the community and keep this conversation going. And you can say you were one of the first. So on behalf of uh, Fandible.com, I am your moderator, Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Distractionista. I'm Billy, and you can find me on Twitter at The Mindful Fool. This is Angela, and I'm on Twitter at Angela Craft. This is Dan, and I'm standing right behind you. Um, and you can also find me on Twitter as at Katsushiro. I'm Jesus. You can find me on Twitter at Arvandis. All right. And from uh, Fanable.com to the rest of you, thank you very much for listening, and good night. But seriously, I don't trust that silver guy. <laughs>